Welcome to Passport Mommy. I'm your host, Michelle Gerson. This show is for anyone raising little humans. We feature experts with tips and advice to enrich the lives of our children. Mom and dad entrepreneurs tell us their inspiring stories. Learn about products that could make both you and your child's life easier and more fun. And of course, fellow parents discuss and laugh about what's happening in their child's world. Motherhood is a journey. Thanks for joining me on mine. Welcome to Passport Mommy. I'm Michelle Gerson, and I'm excited for our show today because we're going to have back on the show Chef Jamie Foy from Cooking Pal, and he's going to talk to us all about cooking tips and how to get the family back together for dinner and to cook healthy meals, and we can all do that with this amazing machine called the Molto. And just as a reminder for Passport Mommy listeners, you save $250 on their back-to-school package. You will get a rosy bowl worth $130 and a free cooking class worth $120, all with the purchase of a Malto. And all you have to do is use the promo code Malto PPM9. That's Malto, M-U-L-T-O PPM9 to secure that discount. So, you know, it's so funny that I'm going to speak with our next two guests because I was just thinking the other day, you know, my kids are five and three and we still deal with some poop accidents now and then. But one thing I do not miss are the big poop explosions, like the blowout poop explosions. And I was just, I don't know what made me think of them the other day, but I was like, oh my gosh, I used to be in the trenches. I used to be dealing with that. And at the time, I just remember the feelings that came with that and my husband's feelings when we would have, and I'd be like, nope, it's your turn. And he'd be like, nope, it's your turn. And so I'm really happy to have with me today, Nicole and Victor Arroyo. They are known for their appearances on Big Brother, Victor Met. Nicole on Big Brother, now his wife, and they went on to compete in The Amazing Race together. She's a former nurse and TV personality from Michigan. She appeared on Big Brother with Victor. They won Big Brother 18 in 2016, and they placed third in Big Brother 22 All-Stars in 2020. Thank you both so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having us. We're, We're happy to be here. Thank you. Great. So tell me a little bit about your experience with diaper duty. So um, we just became, we have a 14-month-old son, and, you know, we thought that changing diapers was going to be a little easier than it really is in reality. So um, we've had our fair share of explosions, blowouts, um, and, I mean, we have quite a few stories. I feel like there's been several times where we're in the shopping, um, he's in the shopping cart, and, you know, I wanted to buy Arrow this really cute outfit. Victor told me no. So I'm like, fine, I'll put it back. And a couple minutes later, he had a blowout of his whole back. And I said, I guess I got to go buy that outfit. So, <laughs> it's just been, I mean, we do kind of say to, all right, it's your turn. You know, it's your turn. We try to take turns because <laughs> changing more than like two poopy diapers a day can seem like a lot. Yeah, it is. And and I will tell you, even when they're older and they have accidents, I'm like, oh, come on. I'm like, not again. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do it. you handle it. It's this, it's that. But, you know, and it's funny that a lot of emotions come up from changing these big blowouts and these big poopies. So I wanted to talk to you about the campaign that you're currently working with. Tell me about that. Yeah, so we were partnered with Baby Gannix and uh, they they were they saw that same problem out there that uh, the media or just everybody in general, when you go online, you see that 
changing a baby's diaper is just all happy-go-lucky, nothing ever goes wrong, it's all smiles. <laughs> uh, when in fact, it's not that, right? As soon as you started talking about, you know, blowouts and stuff, I'm scrunching my nose over here just thinking, ugh, because that's actually how you feel when you're changing a diaper. So they thought it would be a great idea uh, to do these things called poutrits, right? A photo of you, like when you're changing a diaper. In reality. In, in reality, how it works in real life. And just to get parents all together in solidarity to say, look, you're not doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're all doing the best we can. And this is a real life reality of it. And within that campaign, you know, you, you uh, post a poutrit of yourself, hashtag poutrits. And if it's eligible, it'll go up on their gallery on babyganics.com forward slash poutrits. And four lucky winners will get a your supply of triple dry diapers. And the public gets to vote too. So if you want to head over to um, the website, you can vote for your favorite poutrit. And I think it's just to go to say too, like, we kind of thought we were doing stuff wrong because you're looking at maybe influencers on media or something and it, they make it seem so easy. So now, right now he's walking. So I'm changing his diaper, standing up. I'm like wrestling him to the ground. I'm like, is this normal? Am I doing so um, just trying to normalize what parenting really is. Absolutely. Yeah. And I love that because, again, like you said, on social media, everybody posts their happy-go-lucky baby photos and everything's so cute and adorable. And yes, our babies are adorable and wonderful, but the realities are also other things that come with it. So I love that. And I love that you receive a full year of Baby Gannix diapers. I personally used Baby Gannix when my kids were in diapers and loved them. I just love the ingredients in them. I love that. I always felt good that they were natural and they had good products you know, good ingredients. And I felt good putting it on my baby's skin and they always kept them nice. And I wouldn't say dry, I mean, dry in that they didn't leak everywhere. So I love, I'm a, I'm a firm, uh, you know, supporter of baby Gannick. So anybody who could get a year supply. Awesome. So who will judge the winner and what's at stake? What's the, what's the response been from the public so far? Yeah, so uh, like like we said, it, it's it's on their website, babyannex.com uh, forward slash poutrits. And uh, the public judges, and obviously the, the prize is not only that year supply, uh, and they're doing that at four weeks, right? So they're at week two right now. Uh, there's three more chances to win. So they're doing it for four weeks. And also they're giving out swag too to hundreds of other people. Um, so there's also little prizes sprinkled in and the response has been great. A real warm response. Everybody feels, uh, like, yeah, this is how it should be, right? It's normalized to have nasty poopy diapers, right? And, and, mm-hmm. and we're all doing it right, doing it wrong. And so if you go on their page, there's just that gallery just keeps growing and it's more diverse every day with the amount of people. On and there. just like participating in it. And I feel like you're just supporting parents everywhere, caregivers yeah. everywhere, because um, you know, joining, joining together and it's great. And it's not all rainbows and butterflies, but yes, we do love our kids more than anything in the world. (laughs) I think for Victor and I, we had a baby, I was 29, he was 30. And I just thought it was going to be a little bit easier than it was because of the social, like the media. So just trying to really tell people what they're kind of really in for, but it's the best thing of your life, but it's also just not always easy and, and it's funny because i think about one day you know I, I changed a diaper i don't know what it was and i had to go somewhere i had a class somewhere and i think i spent like four hours in that class before i looked down and realized i had poop on my hands <laughs> 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 and i'm like oh okay that's been there all day <laughs> that's awesome 
So, so it looks like mustard. Yeah, it's I was like, I can't like mustard on my just pretend it's mustard right now because you can't leave. <laughs> That's hilarious. And a sign of a true dad right there. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So we have a few minutes left. So what else are you doing now that you're parents? What are some tips that you guys have for other new parents who might feel completely overwhelmed or maybe they're about to be new parents? I know before I became a mom, I was completely lost. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even know. I didn't even change a diaper at that point. Like how ridiculous is that? I didn't know what a swaddle was. I didn't know anything going into parenting. I think the best thing is to just find like your support system. Everyone will have their opinions on what you should do with your parenting and stuff. So I think it's just really important to listen to yourself and your gut and find your support system because there are going to be days where, you know, it's a little bit harder than the day before and you might be crying and worried because I'm a worry wart. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think like you're going to get through it. You're going to be great. You're meant for this. And, um, if you have any questions on anything, like just reach out to someone that, you know, you trust. Yeah. yeah. And I, I would say uh, also it's uh, if you're worried about it and you're really trying, you're doing it right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So as long as you're trying and you're being genuine in your intentions and there's nothing that you're doing wrong. And there's um, no perfect. Parent. And, yeah. And, and there's no perfect way to do something. If it works for you and your family, that that's good enough. Right. Mm-hmm. There's no perfect uh, way to do. Something. And nobody will know your baby more than you do. Mm-hmm. Right. That's such good advice, because I will tell you, even like I said, I have a three and a five year old. And even now I worry about everything for them. I want the best for them. I want to make sure that I'm doing what I should be to help them grow both emotionally and physically and mentally and all those things. And, you know, someone said to me the other day, they said, are you doing the best you can? Then that's good enough. And sometimes we need to hear that because it sometimes feels like what we're doing, which is so much, it's a 24 seven job is not enough or we are hard on ourselves. So thank you for that advice. And tell me again, where can we go to learn more about what Baby Gannix is doing, the Putritz movement, how we could post pictures, how we can vote? Yeah, so uh, it's really easy. Go to babygannix.com forward slash Putritz. Uh, you can vote for people there, the galleries there. And if you want to enter, just go on any social media platform mm-hmm. and uh, post your Putrit photo and mm-hmm. put hashtag Putrit uh, and it'll make it uh, to their gallery. Perfect. And so where can we follow you guys and what you're up to? Do you have an Instagram page for you and your little one? Yeah, we do. So my page, personal page is coconuts um, underscore. My husband's is L Fitvik. And then our son is Arrow Arroyo. So you can check us all out there. Nice. I love that he has his own Instagram page already. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so cute. I'm like, I just can't put it all on my page. I need another page. So if anything, it's just like, a cool thing to look back, a photo album almost. Absolutely. I wish I did that for my kids. I mean, I guess it's never too late to start, but it's true. Like you start their own Facebook or their own Instagram so that they can look back on it and you can look back on it and they're all set up. Their name is secure. They have it for when they get older. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Nicole and Victor. I really appreciate you joining me today on Passport Mommy. And thank you for sharing your stories and advice. Yep. Thank you for for having us. us. Thanks, Michelle. My pleasure. I'm Michelle Gerson, the Passport Mommy. More coming up in a few.
You're listening to Passport Mommy. I'm Michelle Gerson, and I'm so happy to have back on the show with me today, Chef Jamie Foy. He is the culinary advisor for Cooking Pal. And not only is Jamie a chef, but he is a dad to a two-year-old and also one in high school. And so he knows what it's like to have to prepare meals for what could be picky eaters. Thank you so much for joining me today, Chef Jamie Foy. No, thank you. Yeah, excited to be back on. Um, yeah, picky eaters. It's it's something that yeah, I am definitely familiar with. And, you know, it's sort of it's I again I like I like kind of at home trying to trying to keep everybody happy. As I said, I've got you know a couple of kids at different ages and you know it's it can be challenging sometimes to uh, to keep everybody happy, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I know that Cooking Pal has a machine called Molto, which just has amazing recipes. And one can basically just like hide or blend veggies and make the dish look so delicious and the kids wouldn't even know what's in it. Exactly. And again, I think for the benefit of of some new listeners, um, Cooking Pal um, is we're a kitchen appliance company. We we have this amazing machine called Multo that basically replaces seventeen different functions, um, sort of utensils um, within your kitchen. We can whip, we can chop, we can blend, we can process, we can steam. You know, we can multi level cook. So it, it, it's a really fabulous. Um, sort of machine and, and you're dead right. It's great for processing and chopping. So when kids are having this amazing smoothie where they 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 they're not in they're not feeling eating fruit, you can chop it up, blend it up, and then they just have this lovely colorful liquid and hey presto and they're eating fruit again. Yeah. You have multiple kids, various ages, and you have to cook dishes to suit all their meal requirements. So how does this help with that? Yeah, so like we got so many fabulous recipes that you know for 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 first thing is we have all these great recipes that we can actually you know you guys can cherry pick and choose on and and you know like just 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 for an example we got one great uh, muffin recipe um a banana oat muffin which is actually gluten free it's you know it's also it, you know it's throwing fruit in there that your kids don't actually know you know so quite a low sugar content in the recipe Mm -hmm. very ripe bananas we use these muffins and then basically the kids think they're eating some sweetie gooey toffee muffin well actually they're eating a relatively healthy um, banana oat muffin that's just one example and and also you know things that look appealing and sort of delicious right you know kids you know particularly um you know sort of young children they always want to try new things they they're attracted to something very bright and colorful and, and and we've got this recipe like a fruit jello recipe where we are where we use agar agar as a thickening agent and we use fruit juice and we also use different kinds of fresh fruit in there so it looks like candy tastes like candy but it's got these fabulous tasting fruits and nutritional um fruits and healthy and beautiful goodness in there too i love that and so what would you say is the best ways to eat fruits. I mean, you just talked about some yeah. of the recipes. Yeah, yeah. I think again, as I mentioned before, the, the best ways is to hide it, right? You know, you know, mm-hmm. kids aren't feeling it, best way to hide it, smoothies, right, fruits, muffins, jellies, and, and and all these kind of things. Because, you know, like such a really good thing. And and you know, believe it or not, smoothies and soups as well. I think you know, if we're not if we're talking about veggies also, right? You know, making some fabulous tasting soups as well works brilliantly because you know you're loaded full of veggies. It can be super tasty. 
eat a soup has more as as much nutritional value as eating a plate of vegetables eating a good hearty bowl of soup has as much new, new has as much nutritional value in it than just eating some some raw veggies i think it's it, as parents we need to be super clever um about how all these all these good good things can go in to our kids and and also what is great is the fact that you know we um with Malta we 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 can really um have a multi-level cooking aspect to it. So mm-hmm. so just just for an example, if you know if we if we you know if it is a case of having to cook separate meals for for you know for for your kids for your husbands, um I don't condone that. I think it's you know I think you know we should definitely try if we can eat together, eat the same foods as a family because yes. As we know, during these times, you know, with, with COVID, with with all these kind of aspects, the cost of living is soaring, and having to go out and buy multiple different food for for your family, it, it can be really difficult. And and I think if we can find ways to 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 make it, you know, sort of make the food tasty and and you know, using one device is if that's the way, that's what we can do because we we have multi level function on Molto where you can cook multiple things at one time. Yeah, I love that, and I know that you are running a special deal right now for Passport Mommy listeners. Great money off and great things included. Yeah, we are so special for you guys. Um, so basically, what we have is we have. Um, um, we're offering um, about two hundred and fifty dollars worth of goodies to your um, listeners. Um, if they go and purchase Molto for nine nine nine, basically they will get um, a three piece Roslade bowl set, as well as a cooking class as well, and that's all worth the value of about two hundred and fifty dollars. So um, we do have a discount code, um, which is when you use during checkouts, and you can actually you know go onto our website cookingpal you can go onto Amazon and, and when you use this code upon checkout, okay, you can obviously get that value worth two hundred and fifty bucks. And the value and the discount code is uh, Multo ppm9 i will say that very slowly multo m u l t o p p m9 perfect thank you so much chef jamie foy really appreciate you being here again today on passport mommy i'm michelle jerson more coming up in a few You're listening to Passport Mommy. I'm Michelle Gerson, and I'm so excited to have my next guest on the show with me today. Her name is Lulu Miller, and she has a new podcast out called Terrestrials, and it is through Radiolab, and she is going to tell us all about it. She's having an event this weekend as we speak for it, which I'm so excited to bring my kids to. Lulu, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thanks for having me, Michelle. I'm. It's so exciting to be here. My pleasure. So tell me about this podcast, because I'm always looking for a cool podcast to play in the car for my kids. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm not kidding you. When I pitched making this, um, I called it a family car show. Um, I wanted it to be the kind of thing that everyone could enjoy, maybe sort of aimed at the eight-ish year old, but the three-year-old won't be traumatized. And the parent might, <laughs> my big dream is that the parent might secretly actually like it too. Right. Um, but yeah, so terrestrials, um, it is called that because it's about the strangeness waiting right here on earth. Um, I personally, as a kid was always kind of haunted. The more and more I learned about science, I had a scientist father who was very discounting of all the potential magic in the world. It was like, oh, there's nothing. Um, and that kind of haunted me and made me sad when I was a kid. Um, 
and what I've learned as I've grown up is that there actually is magic. There is wonder. There are things not working according to the rules we thought applied to everything. Um, and if you just, it's true, it might not be up in the stars. There might not be dragons and fairy dust, but if you look on earth, and if you look closely, it's here. And so this series is basically six uh, glimpses at that kind of magic, creatures behaving in ways you'd never expect. Every single episode is true, 100% reported, fact-checked, um, but we also incorporate some um, some singing as well. Mm-hmm. It just happened. Oh, nice. And so, uh, yeah, it's kind of like a... Each episode is is really, you know, it's not just a list of fun facts. It's really a story about an incredible encounter with a non-human thing, with wildlife, with nature um, that changes how we understand the world to work and all set, you know, with lush sound design so that even if you aren't traveling anywhere, if you aren't on a road trip, maybe the the journey itself can be like a little um, exploration or journey through sound. So yeah, it, it's out. And I'm I'm so excited to share these stories with people. I love it. I love it. So what is your background? What made you interested in doing a podcast like this? So I have been making radio for adults for two decades now. Um, I've worked on radio. I've, you know, I'm a ho- one of the co-hosts of Radio Lab. I worked on Invisibilia. I adore audio. I, I think the stories are so lively and rich and can really transport you. I've always loved radio mm-hmm. and audio. Um, but I think in all honesty, as I, you know, just kind of in the last couple of years, a couple of things happened. One, a sort of boring story. I became a mom. I now have two young boys. I got <laughs> interested in how children's minds work um, yes. and really realizing that they're so almost psychedelic and curious mm-hmm. and that they need, you need to, it's not easy to get a laugh. It's actually not easy. Like you got to have good humor. So I got very interested in trying to actually engage a kid's mind. That felt like a really fun, creative puzzle. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also my own desire, you know, I was living in Chicago and there was COVID and I couldn't get out. And I, I think I was really hungering for nature and to fill my ears with nature stories. And so this podcast gave me a chance to you know, spend time for, you know, hours and hours, like in these lush forests or underwater and, and get to think about and encounter nature, which is something that always is rejuvenating and refreshing for me. And so, um, it was partly my own need. Um, and then partly just this kind of desire to interact with kids. Mm, I love it. And so how old are your kids? Did you say? Uh, we got a four-year-old and a one and a half-year-old. Oh, so you have your hands full. <laughs> yeah, we are in it. We are in it. <laughs> My kitchen floor is always dirty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At that age. It's unbelievable. So I was living in Connecticut in a nice home. Not, I mean, just a home, I should say. Yeah. And now I just moved back into my studio apartment in New York City with my oh, two okay. kids. <laughs> so, so how's that going? <laughs> it's always dirty. Yeah. It's filthy. I mean, there's food on the floor all the time. And now it's like, I can't even just isolate it to the kitchen. I'm like, guys, this is where you sleep too. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need to clean up. <laughs> so it's not easy. It's definitely yeah. a challenge but they're enjoying it. They're enjoying just being in the city and taking it all in. So there's that, (laughs) but I, I totally get it. And so this is the type of podcast too, that, you know what, when you're trying to do cleanup time or whatever time after school, you could probably put it on for the kids also. Oh, absolutely. And we did, you know, we tried to make it you know, just like lush enough and fun enough that maybe it's even the kind of thing you could re-listen to in the way that kids will often replay a YouTube video. You know, there are these songs, there are these 
hopefully kind of funny, dorky moments of jokes. And um, and so, yeah, I think it's the kind of thing you could, you know, audio cinema is something that radio nerds love. And I, mm-hmm. I could, I mean, I don't know, but, you know, I could imagine a, a family just like, you know, instead of watching a show together, what if you turn out the light, make great popcorn, turn out the lights and mm-hmm. lie down on the living room floor, or sit in a couch, you know, on a couch and, and just picture, let your, yourself imagine the world. And so, yeah, I think there are all kinds of ways um, that you could listen together or, you know, or even listen alone. Right. Exactly. And yeah, back in the day, they had all of those things, all the radio dramas and the things that people used to listen to. And I'm with you. I think audio is great because it lets you use your imagination even more so than if you're looking at something on a television screen. So I can't wait to hear. And especially you say you incorporate songs. So who's the singer of the group? (laughs) So the singer is, I call him the song bud. He's just my song bud. I picture him kind of like a song bird, but he's just your buddy. Um, Uh And he truly Truly, his name is Alan Gafinski, and he truly was a, a great friend from my life. He was a social worker and he had a past as a punk musician. <laughs> and when I started working on, you know, he wasn't working in radio at all. I started working on this and I said, you know, would you help me create the theme song? And then, oh, he did so great. And would you help me create this? This moment actually wants a little song. There's such a moment of awe. It wants to erupt into song. And he just I mean, they are the genius of this thing. I, it, it, we can actually, we could give you one to play on, on the way out of this if you want, but um, sure. he, he just, um, the range, you know, some of them are like punk, some are sort of emo ballads, some are kind of can-can and he just, uh, he, so I brought, I roped, I convinced him to quit his day job and come help me make this. And he is so special. People are going to fall in love with him. Uh, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. We, Oh yeah. Oh, I was going to say, we also brought um, kids in. I mean, I think that's one of the most exciting parts for me, again, as someone who's been a journalist for 20 years and I do Mm -hmm. things in a certain way. Yeah. We really wanted to also bring kids into the making of it. And so um, at the end of every episode, we have a section called the badgers and it's where kids badger the expert of that universe of that day story um, with questions of their own. And so we did these big call outs for questions and the things kids would like the the questions they came up with were so good and they would get such phenomenal answers. And they were things I would never think to ask like on one of our episodes um, that involves a human on earth looking up at the stars. uh, They asked, you know, once a star dies, can it come back to life? Hmm. And the astronomer, the astrophysicist, Dr. Wanda Diaz-Merced said, you know, gosh, that's a beautiful question. And you could really feel her pausing to think about it. And then she came up with this gorgeous answer about how, no, they don't, but their corpses, star corpses become the seeds of life because their particles go out. And so we are made of stars. And it just like, it was just poetry, you know, be getting more poetry. I mean, anyway, so the kids are also journalists in the piece in a way that that is often routinely people are saying that's their favorite part of the show. It's the part Mm -hmm. where I'm not there, (laughs) but yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, that's great. I love how you incorporate the kids and the music and because kids want to hear other kids. And I think that will definitely just bring a whole new level to the podcast. And like you said, we can do so much as radio hosts, but then when you incorporate, you know, all the other elements that's you can't go wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, I know you're a travel. I know you talk about travel. If you want, <laughs> I took a look this morning and I made you like, I curated you a little map of places people could go, but I don't know if that Ooh. is something you would want. We, of course. I could give you, okay. Should I tell, should I run you through it real quick? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would love okay. to hear it. So we realized that every story in preparation for this, every story 
involves a really cool spot in the United States. So um, the first episode, which deals with an octopus, um, has like an incredible encounter at the New England Aquarium. <laughs> um, the second episode, which involves a tsetse fly, we realize there are all these incredible insectariums all over the country. So bug museums, there's one in St. Louis, Santa Fe, there's one in Philadelphia, there's a great one in New Orleans. Um, and then there's one out in a rural town in Washington called Bremerton that looks really cool. Mm. Um, and our third uh, episode is about a trio of bald eagles who have been living together in the wild and you can go see the nest that's in Illinois alongside the Mississippi river, um, near lock and dam 13. That's how you'd find it. Okay. <laughs> um, the fourth episode involves surfing and this incredible guy, uh, Duke Kamanahoku, and you can go see this incredible statue of him, which becomes a big point of contention in the piece. And that's in Waikiki. So if anyone wants to go to Waikiki, it's on the beach. Yep. Sign me um, up. <laughs> and then our last ones are one, a really cool one in Eastern Washington is the LIGO lab, which is this place that gives free monthly tours to the public and you can sign up um, and you can go see this incredible machine that detected gravitational waves, which are these invisible waves that, that's that rock space time. And many people didn't think they existed until they built this huge machine that has arms that are each over a mile long and, and you can actually go see it. And then finally, the last episode is about mules. And there's apparently an amazing, Amazing, the most amazing mule rodeo in the country takes place in Bishop, California um, in May, at the end of May. So mule days. So Bishop, California, tons of people who love mules come. So those are my adventures. Those are my travel adventures for kids. Wow. Wow. And so do you, you incorporate this into the podcast where they could find some really cool things as well? Yeah, we mentioned the places and we're going to put up a we're going to put up a little map on the website of um, of places you could go visit that have to do with the with with the places from the episodes. Oh, my gosh. So now all the kids are going to be like, hey, mommy, daddy, let's go. I want to go here. I want to go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I think that's so great. And that's why this podcast is so good for both kids and parents, because it gives us ideas of really cool places where we can travel with our kids and the places that might not be glitzy. You know, I think that's right. the exciting thing. Like one of them is just a bald eagle nest alongside a river, but we can tell you how to find it and why what's going on there is really special. And, uh, you know, I think that's the main message of the show is that like this wonder, this surprise, this adventure, it really is here on our planet, which can feel boring and sometimes mm -hmm. kind of sad. Um, it is here if you look right. And if you just start asking questions to anyone around you, it doesn't need to be a scientist. A lot of our experts are, you know, hip hop artists or surfers and, and just trying to kind of teach the practice of of looking close and asking questions and not being afraid to ask questions. And um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so how did you discover all of these different places? Oh, just re reporting, reporting. I mean, at the very beginning, we did, I would say, easily over 100 interviews to try to with really fun, surprising storytellers, or we did research and we kind of went one way or the other. We either learned about a really cool animal encounter and then found the humans around it to tell us their story. Or sometimes we just went to someone phenomenal um, and said, you know, what would you, what what creature in the world changed how you see things? And we let them tell us, you know, about the tsetse fly, which I would have never picked, but this incredible right. singing entomologist who works for a secret unit of the government, a bug unit, Dr. Sammy Ramsey, um, he he led us on this incredible journey about the tsetse fly. So we kind of whittled that, talked to tons of people and then whittled it down to the most fantastic six. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, I can't wait. Tell me really quickly about your event this weekend. Oh yeah. So it's at 2 p.m. on Saturday. It's going to be a 
full on, we're calling it a bugapalooza. It's going to be so fun. <laughs> um, there's a fog machine. We have a, a live entomologist, a live harpist. We've got live spiders and bugs you can touch if you want to. Optional. It's a little bug petting zoo. Um, there are also bugs you can eat if you dare. We have a Oaxacan chef who is preparing cricket tacos and juice with uh, salt from worms. And there's just going to be <laughs> dancing and a disco ball and stickers and uh, kids get in free. It's at 2 p.m. at the green space, um, which is in New York City at WNYC um, at uh, 2 p.m. on Saturday. So if it's if you're still hearing it and you want to come, we will be there ready to play. Awesome. Well, I look forward to meeting you and I look forward to bringing my kids. And <laughs> oh, where God. can we? Oh, I can't wait. And where can we find your podcast? So you just subscribe to the Radio Lab for Kids feed um, and it's there. It's free. The There'll be a new episode every Thursday. Um, and while you're waiting, we have a whole back catalog of kid-friendly Radio Labs about color and nature that that's in the feed already. So um, there's other great stuff you can listen to there. Radio Lab awesome. for Kids. Radio Lab for Kids. Awesome. And we can find this on all of our podcasting platforms, of, right? E easy peasy, all of them. Yeah. Great, great. Lulu Miller, thank you so much for joining me today on Passport Mommy. Congratulations on your new podcast. I can't wait to start listening and I know my kids are going to love it. <laughs> okay, I hope so. Let me know. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me, Michelle. <laughs> my pleasure. I'm Michelle Gerson, the Passport Mommy. And don't forget, you can follow us on social at Passport Mommy, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those good things. And I would love to hear from you, Michelle, at PassportMommy.com. More coming up in a few. You're listening to Passport Mommy. I'm Michelle Gerson. So fall is almost here. And while it's pretty and the leaves are falling, it means cooler temperatures. And obviously, we're going to be indoors more. And now more than ever, it's important for us to get protected against COVID-19 and its variants. Again, I know over the summer, we always think we get a little reprieve from it and we don't have to think as much about it. But let me tell you, now that my kids are back in school and the coughing has already started, I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, here we go. And so I'm so happy to have with me today Dr. Jamie Wagner. She's a clinical associate professor of pharmacy practice at the University of Mississippi School of Pharmacy, and she's just going to talk to us about what we could do to protect ourselves and our family from COVID-19 this season. So tell me a little bit about what we need to know about getting vaccinated this fall. Yeah, so um, I think it's super important to kind of realize just in general what our baseline vaccination should be for COVID and then kind of what has just come out recently. So um, as of Currently, everybody should be getting at least three doses of the original COVID-19 vaccine. So you can do either Moderna or Pfizer or now Novavax is available for everyone. Um, and then the newest one that just came out, I think, two or three weeks ago is the um, bivalent COVID vaccine. So this has the Omicron subvariants in it also. And so that one, as long as your prior vaccine has been at least two months before then or an infection two months before then, you are safe and okay to go ahead and get this new variant booster. And so that's the recommendation for this coming fall is that everybody get the Omicron variant booster because that is what is circulating right now in the United States is this, the Omicron makes up nine out of 10 cases of COVID. So we do that. And Michelle, you brought up the, a really good point. You know, kids are back in school. It's getting colder. We're not really going to want to spend a lot of time outside, which means there's a lot more face-to-face -face contact. So when you know you're going to be in a very busy area, you're not going to be eating or drinking a lot, go ahead and wear those masks again, um, just to kind of provide an extra layer of protection um, against getting even the flu or, or now COVID again, um, if you haven't yet had it already. But I think, you know, again, repeating things that we've known 
around for the last couple of years, masks, hand washing, um, our alcohol hand sanitizing, and then getting vaccinated are your best bet of protection this season. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned getting the new vaccine for the Omicron variant. So is that so if I've only been vaccinated twice, I've had the vaccine. Well, I've had the vaccine and I've had one booster. So I guess that's how many times is that? I've lost track. <laughs> two or three times. Um, so either two or three times, go ahead and get that Omicron booster because it still has, it's not just Omicron, but it's also the original COVID strain as well. So go ahead and get that new one. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned getting the new vaccine for the Omicron variant. So is that, so if I've only been vaccinated twice, I've had the vaccine, well, I've had the vaccine and I've had one booster. So I guess that's, how many times is that? I've lost track. <laughs> Two or three times. Great question. So the general population should have two shots under their belt already. So you have an initial one and then you have the second dose in the series. Then right. if you have not yet gotten the Omicron one, get the Omicron one. If you don't have a third one, so like booster number one, you can do that. But if it were me and I were going between the Omicron booster and the normal booster, I would just pick the Omicron booster because it has the original COVID strain in there plus now the Omicron. So I would go for that one as a third shot if you haven't gotten a third one yet. Perfect. Thank you for clarifying that. So I know that there are there are still some people who are hesitant to get the vaccine at all. Tell me, what do you tell those people as far as the dangers of getting COVID compared to the side effects of a vaccine? Really try to hear them out and see where are they at. Um, but most of the, the dangers with COVID is honestly, we just don't know how each person is going to react to actually getting the virus. Um, and so because of that, like, there are still people coming into the hospital with COVID. There are still people dying because of COVID. And so those people are usually the ones that are not vaccinated. And so that's the key is that if you want to take your chance, you have a very high likelihood of getting hospitalized or dying still from COVID rather than the vaccine. Additionally, if you get COVID and you do survive, we still have to now worry about long COVID. And that honestly is the scariest part for me because we don't have a cure for long COVID. Like these are constant fatigue, muscle soreness, um, headaches, just loss of appetite, just all of the things that you can think of. And we can't fix that and we don't know how long it. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. This was so informative. I appreciate you joining me today on Passport Mommy. And where can we go just for more information on vaccines? Vaccines Vaccines.gov. Thanks so much for listening to Passport Mommy. And don't forget, if you want to take advantage of Cooking Pals Multos back to school offer, you can save $250. You get the Rosie Bowl worth $130 and a free cooking class worth $120. Everything with the purchase of your Molto, the cooking machine that does absolutely everything. I want to thank Chef Jamie Foy again for joining me on the show. And in order to take advantage, you just go to checkout and use promo code MULTOPPM9. That's MULTO, M-U-L-T-O-P-P-M-9 on the Cooking Pals website, which is cookingpal.com. Thank you so much for joining me this week. I'll talk to you next time. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.